Welcome to Rock Talk, the podcast where a couple of jabronis get to know the movie roles of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I'm Jordan Rummel, and joining me as always is my good friend and co-host Charlie Guile. Charlie, how are you doing on this wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day? I'm doing really well. I was actually just looking at the uh, clip of Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart sort of roasting each other on social media. Like, here's the thing that I need people to understand. Big dogs are going to eat. Big dogs eat, and there's nothing you can do about it. So I'm really (laughs) enjoying this um, sort of update to the Kevin Hart, Dwayne Johnson bromance. And it's appropriate uh, that we bring up Kevin Hart and Dwayne Johnson because, you know, the kind of character that we get out of Dwayne Johnson in Central Intelligence, this Bob Stone figure, is going to play kind of a major role for a bunch of what we're going to talk about today. And as you all know, the listeners of Rock Talk, every other week we try to break down a rock topic of topical significance, uh, taking a look at a different aspect of Dwayne Johnson's celebrity. And this week, we're taking a look at a very important piece of Dwayne Johnson's worldwide iconography, and that is his appearances on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, uh, he's, he's hosted five times, and... You know, I grew up with Saturday Night Live. I love Saturday Night Live so much. So this this episode is really the nexus of, of two of my loves dating back a long time. So this is going to be a fun one. And, you know, as you know, just for a little bit of background, Dwayne Johnson, he's he's hosted Saturday Night Live five different times, making him a member of that coveted five timers club on SNL. There are 19 total members of that club. You know, just to put it in perspective, Alec Baldwin has hosted it 17 times. Steve Martin, who Charlie, I know you love, has hosted it 15 and Sting. This is weird. Didn't know this. Has yeah. host, like what kind of this is? I can't believe you found this. This is crazy. Sting has hosted SNL six times. He was the only one on the the list of the Five Timers Club that I really couldn't believe. He wasn't a musical act. He was hosting. So did people love Whatever. Sting like that? Like was I, maybe you know? back in like the eighties and nineties? You know, he was like, he was around. So you fit in. You know, you host SNL every, every three years. Over twenty years, you're there, right? Man, so like right in the right in the thick of the police era for Sting. Well, and and some of his, you know, he was really big. His solo career is huge in the '90s. So, man, weird, but it is. Uh, I find it criminal. He's hosted it uh, again, like we said, one more time than our boy Dwayne Johnson, who hosted uh, the show in 2000, 2002, 2009, 2015, and most recently uh, this past year for the season finale in 2017. Uh, so we're just gonna kind of take a look at you know a few of his sketches and monologues and, and give you our thoughts on some of the best and brightest acts in the Dwayne Johnson catalog. Yeah, we're going to break this down into two categories. Jordan, you're going to have a best monologue, and I'm going to have my own pick for best monologue. And then we're each going to have our own pick for best sketch. But before we get there, there's a lot of gold here. Um, Dwayne Johnson is a guy who really lends himself to performing in front of a live audience. Obviously, he did that um, in the WWE for a long time. And so when he gets in front of uh the crowd at saturday night live this is sort of his wheelhouse so there's so many great sketches so we have some honorable mentions here jordan you want to take the first one the first one that i want to take a look at here is this brogane clip uh it, it's a it's a digital short in, in the style of kyle mooney and it's got that definite beck and kyle mooney attitude to it i love this sketch it's it's basically uh this idea that it's a, it's for it's for i guess frat guys that are bald and it's just beautiful. It's just such a beautiful piece of art. Uh, it's it's you, great. I, 
Kyle Mooney, like, he does that voice, the sort of bro voice, so well. Uh, and that's all this commercial is. But you do get a DJ appearance uh, there towards the end. And, and you know, this is one of the things that we loved about this this particular sketch is Dwayne Johnson shows up wearing a wig that is so reminiscent of his Maui character that it's just it's so funny after the fact. And this, you know, I get that a lot of people don't like Kyle Mooney, don't get his humor. I don't get that. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I find him to be one of the most consistently enjoyable pieces week after week. I actually think he doesn't get enough airtime. But again, that's because, you know, you and I have weird, twisted, <laughs> sensitive humor. So that's that's my first pick. I, I love it. I could I can't get enough of it. And uh, I want to see more Kyle Mooney, Dwayne Johnson crossovers. So my first pick for an honorable mention would be a sketch called Interrogation. And the premise here is that Vanessa Bayer and Dwayne Johnson are doing sort of a good cop, bad cop thing to Taryn Killam, who is the suspect in an interrogation. And this harkens back to, like you said, to Bob Stone and Central Intelligence. Or one of the things that we brought up on this podcast a few times is that we'd love it when Dwayne Johnson is playing an idiot or like, like, a, like a loser. So the whole premise of this sketch is that instead of saying like catchy police type lines, he's saying the dorkiest things. Dunwitty. So, we've certainly been busy, haven't we? I want my lawyer. We'll get to that. Where is my lawyer? Cool out, hotball! <laughs> First, let me just review some of your organization's accomplishments. Drug trafficking, illegal arms dealing. Should I keep reading? I don't know anything. That is a lie so big that it could fit in a box that could hold a million hats. <laughs> <laughs> it's it is such a good character and you know this is yeah kind of what we alluded to at the beginning of the show talking about the central intelligence character i like this this like dumb dumb dwayne johnson is so fun to watch it's just and this whole this whole sketch is like five minutes of him saying dumb things so i really really liked it this one was almost made my best sketch it was really a toss-up between this one and the one i picked what's your next one my next sketch has got to be uh, this world's most evil invention sketch that I know that we've we've we took a look at it in one of our first episodes actually. Back this is um, a sketch from 2017 from the from Dwayne Johnson's 2017 appearance. It's a bunch of mad scientists and they're all giving their idea for the world's most evil invention competition. And his is about it's basically a robot that molests children. I find this one not so much in that it's funny. Um, which I think that it is, but in, in just how far it pushes the line, you know, Dwayne Johnson spent his whole career doing this, like, you know, fairly towing the line somehow between family friendly, uh, and aggressively masculine action star. Uh, and this to me is, is probably in, in, the, in, his, in his entire career, one of the pr- most controversial things he's ever done. Oh, very risky. So I, I give him points for it being so out of the box and a little bit perverse. And to me, like out of the realm of what constitutes a you know your normal Dwayne Johnson media. Yeah, I mean, and the hosts always have to sign off on whatever sketches that they're going to do, and they're sort of part of the process of pitching. So he definitely was involved in creating this, and I kind of like that. I'd rather him sort of explore the twisted side of his humor and see what we come up with. Uh, my next honorable mention, I'm going to have to say, 
is this dinner date. They, they brought it back in the 2017 appearance, but back in 2015, the sketch was uh, dinner date is what it's called. And it's Dwayne Johnson playing what appears to be just an Italian douche. Yeah. How would you characterize him? It's definitely, it's like a rejected cast member of the Jersey Shore. Yes, exactly. That's the one. Um, and so he's, he's his girlfriend is Cecily Strong, who plays this very dull British woman. Uh, <laughs> but with and then, the, the greatest accent. Oh, oh I can't get over accent. it. I love Cecily Strong. She's so amazing. And then, yeah, they just sit themselves down at uh, the same table as Keenan and Vanessa Bayer, who are on their own date and just sort of take over their entire um, day. But we have a clip from that just so you can see how The Rock sort of approaches an Italian accent. Um, Jean, Jean, this dinner was amazing. What a perfect anniversary. Oh, anything for you, sweetheart. Oh, oh, oh my God. Jean, this is crazy. No freaking way. You recognize me. This is nuts. I, I feel like I just got effed in my brain without protection. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm having trouble placing you. Jury duty. Remember we sent that guy to the chair together. Oh, yeah. You sent a guy to the chair? Oh, I didn't want to. I, I just needed it to end. <laughs> hey, can we join you? Hey, we should. Oh, by the way, this is my girlfriend, Gemma. She's British. Hey, but don't get a boner when she talks, huh? Oh, babe, don't talk me up so much. I'm Gemma. I'm vajazzled. Okay, babe, let's sit. I'm, like, so angry. Scoot over, ladies. Scoot over. You got pretty knees. I don't want to crunch them and pop the bones back out your back. Okay, <laughs> gross. No, I'm picturing her like that, like... Bones for Renises. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, babe. I'm such a big bag of friggin' meatballs. Mm-hmm. Hey, did I introduce you to my girl? Hi, I'm Gemma. Yes, we did this. Yeah, yeah, she's British. As as you can hear, that <laughs> it's just absurd. Uh, that that Dwayne Johnson accent is incredible. I love, you know, I'm, I'm such a big bad, big bad of freaking meatballs. Yeah. <laughs> just like it's just insanity, and it's. You know, we've all, we always talk about how Dwayne Johnson does so much better when he's paired up with someone. You know, SNL, it's like there's no better way to showcase that. And you know, this sketch is 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 no different. He he shines when paired up with with other funny people. Yeah. And the thing is, we've discussed on the show, he's not a comedian, but he can play off of people for comedy. So when he's surrounded by people who really do a lot of the heavy lifting, he can really shine, and he's game for pretty much anything, which is necessary for a good SNL host. So uh, I think you're up next for honorable mention. Yeah, and, and you know, try there's, I mean, there's a bunch more. There's like the Rock Obama, which is is just a classic. It's like a recurring care for for Dwayne Johnson. He does it. He he does it great. There's the promo shoots that he does with Bobby Moynihan that are these WWE mock promos where they're, you know, he's he's saying just some, frankly, very hurtful things to Bobby Moynihan. Yeah, there's there's great stuff, but but I want to hear, I want to hear your number one sketch, in the Dwayne Johnson catalog. My number one sketch, oh, it was so hard. Like I said, it was between this and interrogation, but I I went ahead with this one because I just love Kristen Wiig and she's in this one. It's a sketch called Setting the Mood in the Lighthouse, and the premise behind this one is Dwayne Johnson and Kristen Wiig are on a date, and Dwayne Johnson lives in a lighthouse. So to set the mood, he turns off the light in the lighthouse, and people keep wrecking on the uh, on the shoreline of the ocean. And at first, it's a pirate 
or it's a couple of pirates played by Will Forte and a- Andy Samberg, and then it just ends up stacking up from there. Uh, it's so weird. Every time he shuts off the the light of the lighthouse, more people crash into it. it it's it's wonderful. So let's play a quick quick clip from that right now. So this is my place. You live in a lighthouse? This is so romantic. Yeah, I'm kind of the uh, Don Juan of marine safety. (laughs) I'll be the judge of that. (laughs) You know what? Hold on. Let me just set the mood. Okay. That's better. (laughs) Oh, cruel Poseidon! We've been scuttled! You know what? I'm just gonna turn this light back on. <laughs> now, where were we? <laughs> Please, if anyone can hear us, send help! Captain, the beacon, it shines! But where was it before? Oh, what evil trick is this? Uh, do you hear that? It sounds like screaming. I hear my heart screaming that it wants you. <laughs> and Jordan, what's your best sketch? My my favorite sketch is is the Disney digital short mock-up they did of Bambi. Uh where it's a Dwayne Johnson Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson is Bambi. Uh <laughs> so good. It's I like, mean everything's getting a gritty reboot. Yeah. Even Bambi. That and that's and I love you know, it kind of this was the same year that he did the franchise Viagra monologue. So it was kind of a goofy tie-in to have him do this Bambi one. But you know, in this sketch, you get everything you want. You get like you get the one-liners. You get a gun action scene. You get Tarrant Killen as Vin Diesel, who he does the voice pretty well. It's it's so he he's got that syrupy that syrupy baritone down. And there's a few great lines. I want to. I also I just want to play like a quick uh, few seconds so we get a sense of of uh, both Dwayne Johnson and, and a little bit of that Tarrant in here. So just gonna cut to that real quick now for your listening entertainment. Who the hell are you? A baby. From the director of Furious 7 comes a new Disney classic on Overdrive, Bambi. Starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson as Bambi. When I was a boy, they took away my mother. (laughs) Now it's time for them to pay. Dearly. Vin Diesel as Thumper. Why do they call you Thumper? Because I'm always thumping. You're always what? I'm always thumping. Yeah, yeah, it's always something, huh? No, I'm always normal. So now we are turning to take a look at the monologues. Of course, we mentioned that Dwayne Johnson has hosted five times. That means that he has five monologues. Uh, we obviously don't have time to go through all of them, um, but we do have our best monologues of the bunch. Uh, Charlie, what would be your top monologue? So the monologue can actually trip up a lot of SNL hosts. Sometimes they'll be really good at sketches, but not so good at monologues. Um, we saw that a little bit with Dwayne Johnson's second hosting job, uh, where he's wearing what I can only describe as uh, the world's smallest tent 
Oh, it's terrible. When he's fighting <laughs> with Chris That's Kattan. a perfect way to put it. <laughs> it's so like, there's so he's much also ventilation. He's wearing sandals. Yeah. And he, slits are coming up to like the bottom of his shoulders. Like, it's so weird. Anyway, he stumbled on that one. But for me, the best one, and this is a throwback, was his very first monologue back in 2000. Uh, he when killed he it. Wasn't, killed it. He wasn't even in movies at all. So he was coming as The Rock. And he, basically, it was WWE comes to 30 Rock. And uh, play a, a little clip from that. And I love how throwback this is. It's like like a completely different person than we know and love today. Now, people have a lot of conceptions, misconceptions, rather, about the World Wrestling Federation. They think we're all a bunch of fat-necked idiots who like to wear tights and hit each other with ladders. But actually, we're very classy gentlemen. Even that candy-ass Triple H. I got a little something to say to you. Ah, Triple H. I thought I smelled dandruff shampoo and monkey turds. You know something, Rock? The whole world knows that I'm the one that should be up here hosting this show. I mean, after all, I'm the World Wrestling Federation champion. I'm the game. But you know what? Out of respect of the World Wrestling Federation, I just want to say to you, break a leg, man. All right, me and the other guys are here for you. I appreciate that. Have a great show. I appreciate that. And Jordan, uh, what's your best monologue? God, I gotta say, I, I just love, uh, I love that we, like Mick Foley, Triple H, Big Show. I love that they are playing along for that. Uh, it's just, God, it's fun. Oh, perfect. Um, so that's a great one. That I gotta say, that is my. It's it's up there. For me, the top three monologues are between the WWE one, uh, which you just played, his franchise Viagra one, which iconic. It's iconic. It's it's you know we've based an entire segment of our show around it. It just it says so much. But for me, the number one monologue in the Dwayne Johnson SNL. Uh, catalog is his I'm a tough guy it's a, it's he's saying it's a, a singing monologue in the style of you know that, that movie Chicago they came out um, yeah it's it's like it features the rock this was a year it came out when he I was I think he wants to be a singer he sings in so much so many things but I love like that I love you know we always like to me when Dwayne Johnson sings it's this next level it, you know, it's it's what separates him from so many other big action stars of this era, and it cracks me up because this during this this was his 2009 appearance. He was promoting his movie Race to Witch Mountain, which we have not taken a look at yet. But it's like this was right in the heart of his family friendly phase. He had done the game plan, Get Smart. Then he was doing Race to Witch Mountain. Then Planet 51. Then the Tooth Fairy. So this was the Rock really saying, "Look, I'm still a tough guy," uh, and he sings it while in full Chicago, uh, you know, gear and uh, and a full Chicago ensemble. So let's play just a few seconds of that as well, so you get a taste of Dwayne Johnson's singing chops in '09. People say that spending nine years in Hollywood has changed me, but I've got news for them: I'm just as tough as ever. Some people say that Hollywood has made me rather soft. But these silly accusations make me rather cross. 
Cause I'm a tough guy Forget my movies Tough guy in my satin shoesies I'll wrestle anyone who sasses me Tough guy My tattoos are pretty I love sex in the city My friends and I would talk about what would we be I was a Miranda, if you can believe it Dwayne Johnson, you've gone from Scorpion King to Ladybug Princess Hey, who told you my nickname at the gym? Was it Julian? <laughs> Closest thing you've come to a fight lately was a hair pulling at a B-52's reunion Oh, be nice! Everyone had fun that night Besides, if I wasn't tough, could I still handle this? Hit me, Keenan! And that wraps it up. You know, we could talk about Saturday Night Live appearances by Dwayne Johnson all day, and I would not be surprised if we dove back into this topic in a later episode. Uh, but we've got to sign off. But before we go, uh, we want to make sure to, to let you know that next week we are going to be doing something a little different for Rock Talk. We have partnered up with our good friends at Whatcha Gonna Do podcast. They take a look every week, uh, every few weeks at a, a Hulk Hogan movie. So they're kind of like our podcast, uh, soulmates. Soulmates. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. They're our, our brothers, our fam, our family. <laughs> family. Uh, and so we are very excited to be able, we're going to do a little switcheroo. Uh, we are going to take a look at a Hulk Hogan movie. They are going to take a look at a Dwayne Johnson movie. Specifically, uh, we will be watching the incredible, no holds barred. Uh, and what you're going to do is going to be taking a look at the Dwayne Johnson classic, Walking Tall. So we will be promoting that next week. You'll be able to see uh, where to watch and where to, where to listen. Uh, so please keep that in mind. While you're listening, make sure to throw them a follow on Twitter. They are at W-Y-D-P-O-D. Uh, again, that's what you're going to do. And please, if you haven't yet, throw us a little review with a little five-star, a little baby five-star review on iTunes. It is the biggest way you can support our show. It uh, really just helps us up. And every time you do it, uh, an angel gets its wings. So there's that too. Uh, and until next time, uh, as always, you are listening to the number one Dwayne Johnson uh, related podcast on iTunes. That is a freaking fact. Charlie, let them know what they're listening to. You're listening to Rock Talk. Rock Talk.